When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, it's Roy Wood Jr. Earlier this week, we heard from WNBA star Sabrina Ionescu on how the NCAA's name and image likeness deals are changing college sports. In this bonus episode of Beyond the Scenes, I wanted to sit down with my friend, fellow correspondent and co-host of the sports segment we do on the show. I apologize for talking while you're talking. Michael Costa. Costa, how you doing, man? Welcome to Beyond the Scenes. Thanks, Roy. It's great to be here, man. We wanted you here today, Costa, because we wanted you to bring your professional tennis playing expertise mm-hmm. to this program. You know, you are a professional, former professional athlete. Are you still professional? I don't know. Bottom line, you got a check from the World Tennis, was it Major League Tennis? What's it called? Sure, Major League know. Tennis. Association of Tennis Professionals, yeah. I also got some fines, Roy. So one time in Montreal, I threw a ball at my opponent and hit him in the neck and then they wrote up the fine as Mr. Costa which I loved they had to say like all fancy deliberately (laughs) threw a ball at his opponent and I got fined $250 and my check that week was $100 so I was was (laughs) negative $150 that week tennis to me is different because it's an individual sport also I can see your face so I feel like from a marketing standpoint if you're a popular tennis player or you're playing for a school where tennis is popular, you have an advantage over the the backup left offensive lineman <laughs> guard guy who no one knows. Like with these names and likeness deals, do you think there's going to be a difference in playing an individual versus a team sport or is it just all the same pot? Well, ec- excellent question. And think about some of the highest paid professional athletes. Uh, tennis is always in there, especially on the women's side. You can see the face. You see a lot of the face, and as an affluent sport, the brands it attracts, it's Lexus, it's Heineken, it's Mercedes. I mean, these are expensive brands. So, yes, historically, this is also why tennis was protected from a lot of the cuts that athletic departments make because their alumni have money. Uh, The wrestling teams would get cut more often because – there's not as many wealthy alum who used to wrestle. I'm generalizing, but um, mm. I I do think uh, the sport will matter. I think basketball players can market themselves better than football players. Most of the face is covered on football. Some teams don't even say the last name on the jersey in football. So you got to like yeah. you gotta Google who is that? Who's the quarterback in Notre Dame? You know? Yeah, it's like like then on top of that, like with the with football. 
personality is what you have to use to transcend having the helmet on. But then yep. the NCAA, God forbid, you're more than happy that you made a good catch. It's a 15-yard penalty. You can't even – it's taunting. They'll bring back a touchdown if yep. you're too happy on the way to the end zone. Yep. So how do you overcome the rules and regulations of the sport and the masking of your face? That means you just got to be showboating on the sidelines. Yeah, you got to Johnny Manziel it, and you see how well you know he was he was flagged every time he showed personality. <laughs> he was going like this. He was going like this before there the, was the a, money, a, the cash yeah, money thing. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I don't love name image likeness promotion. I think it does promote individuality. I think it does promote focusing on your brand. Uh, I would just love it. I've said it before, if the team, the you know, they pooled the money and they split the money up and freshmen got this and sophomores got this and it was based on the TV deal. But again, the NCAA, they fought name image likeness pretty hard. They are not going to want to approve any revenue sharing from tickets or TV. But I think that is the, the most fair solution because it would be like, Roy, if we got rewarded for being more selfish at the Daily Show, if we were given more money, and now I'm fighting you and Ronnie and Desi, to get, and it's just that's not a team environment. So, it's a good question you ask. You played tennis in University of Illinois. Yep. In your time when you were in college, mm -hmm. just just talk because you know this is I'm bringing this up because we love to talk about whatever well, athletes don't need to get paid, they getting enough money. Talk to me about how much work goes into like how much commitment it takes to be a yeah. student athlete. Give me yeah. just give me a schedule, your training schedule. Well, I you know I played tennis at University of Illinois, and then I coached two years at University of Michigan. And I'll start as I'll start with, with my perspective as a coach because as the assistant coach for, of men's tennis at University of Michigan, half of my job had, was an Excel sheet where I kept track of the hours of my athletes to make sure they weren't spending in the on season more than twenty hours a week uh, on tennis. In the off season, it was less, but Every single hour is accounted for when you are, as the NCAA likes to say, a student athlete. But when I played, I don't even know where I could have found the time to promote my likeness, my brand. It's going to be very interesting to me to see how these athletes going forward do this. Because, bro, you're also trying to get a degree. You're also trying to do what your <laughs> coaches are asking you. If you have aspirations to be a professional you have to also do above what your coach is asking you. You got to continue to improve your actual skills in the sport. So I, I might be more old school on this, but I just, I, I don't know how many athletes are, are really going to be able to successfully pull this off. When you all were playing, did y'all ever just sit and think, man, I need some money. Somebody need to be paying me for this shit. Dude, the Illinois tennis <laughs> team was popular. We were successful. Our tickets were free. And, and <laughs> yo, we had people show up. That was amazing. But no, there was, you know, for me, this isn't, this isn't uh, getting my education paid for was, was enough, but I wasn't walking around campus seeing people wearing Costa jerseys, even though that would have been awesome. Do you see any drawbacks to name and likeness deals? You know, so, you know, to, to, to kind of, to dovetail off of what Sabrina is just talking about, about how, it could breed some level of jealousy 
yeah. in the locker room amongst players. Do you agree with that, Costa? I do. I mean, especially it, it's individual. Name, image, and likeness is very individual. And on the ultimate team sport, football, you know, uh, that guy has to block so three things work in order so this guy can score a touchdown. I mean, it's the ultimate team sport. It's You're, you're only as strong as your weakest link. It, it's going to be tough. It's going to be another thing the coaches have to manage too. I mean, I was a coach. These are competitive, somewhat irrational, extraordinarily <laughs> hard-working wor young men. Spoiled sometimes. Spoiled in tennis especially. Yes. And you're going to throw in, <laughs> this guy's making money for a tweet, this guy isn't. Hey, can you introduce me to your agent? Oh, sorry, you didn't win your match yesterday. It, 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 it's, it's complicated. It's very, very complicated. So then do you think, as by and large as a whole, is this name and likeness stuff, is this a good thing by the NCAA or is it a smokescreen? I think it's a very small step. And I think they're trying to give a little bit to the athlete to say, see, we are adapting but I believe uh, it's not something to easily execute because there's no time for the athlete to really focus on this. I, if, I'm, if I wanna be pessimistic, I think it's a smoke screen so they try to avoid sharing TV revenue with these athletes. I think the NCAA is terrified of splitting TV revenue with athletes which is why they almost kind of gave them this name image likeness thing, because Sabrina's just saying sometimes she wouldn't even eat. She was practicing so hard. I want to mm. see the athletes get money from the TV deals. Then they don't have to promote or brand or retweet. Just give them some of the money from the yeah, money. Split that, the pot. Yeah, split the pot. For a lot of young athletes, right? Then we know money could be a deciding factor on whether or not they can continue playing. But, you know, they have the pay-to-play leagues, the travel leagues. Do you think that model would help kids keep playing sports? And if not, would that model be helpful? I only know from this perspective of tennis, and tennis is primarily an affluent sport, but there are families that don't have as much money that, that uh, graduate kids that become great tennis players. Uh, great, you know, the King Richard movie is out now about Richard Williams with what he did to help Serena and Venus, but families, it is expensive raising a kid. It's even more expensive preparing a kid to become world-class at a sport. In my opinion, anything you could do to help the families, whether it be money or resources to keep these kids on track athletically would be of benefit. Okay. If there were leagues in place and if the NBA G League starts paying a little bit more, they probably won't because the NBA, I think, is in bed with NCAA. But if you have these AAU and these paid travel ball programs that are promising players $100,000, whether they get drafted or not, to go to college, then if I'm a good athlete coming out of high school and I'm Duke or I'm whatever blue UNC or whatever blue mm -hmm. blood basketball program, Kentucky. If I'm Kentucky, I'm not only competing against other colleges, I'm now competing against a league that's going to put money in this kid's pocket right now. And he mm -hmm. may not get enough money from his Snapchat deal mm -hmm. or his stupid, hey, everybody, like like in Birmingham right now, a bunch of the Alabama players, they're all on TV telling you where to go eat barbecue and shit. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I know where to get barbecue. Do you think the NCAA because of the pressures created by outside paid amateur organizations will eventually have to consider sharing that pot. They, they absolutely will, because you can't tell an 18-year-old kid 
whose family doesn't have enough money or has spent a lot of their money um, helping this kid become a great basketball player or whatever, baseball player, whatever the sport is, you can't keep this narrative of they're getting paid with the education. I'm not saying education isn't important. It is. But money pays the rent. It's going to be a problem. And I think the NCAA knows it. They're fighting. But I do think, uh, and this might be pessimistic to say, I do think the players are going to follow the money, especially if you're talking like it's like it's big enough money. $100,000 is a lot. Now, as a tennis player, uh, I just didn't have that opportunity. I don't think we ever will because college tennis is not raking in the money. So for me, it was an added benefit to get the education. But in Sabrina's case, I mean, people are making real dollars off of her and she can't get a burrito at Chipotle. What? Here, here, here's my doomsday scenario. <laughs> so you have a league like overtime elite, right? Like if the question is, where are we going? Where, where's, where's all of this going? You know, where are we going with this issue and name and like, I'll tell you where I think we're going, Costa. Okay. I think we're going to a spot where college athletics, if they are not careful, becomes the new minor leagues mm. of athletics. So if you have, and I think it all, if we just, oh, let, let me take that back. Just basketball. Let's just talk basketball. This all boils down to which horse the NBA bets on. So if I'm a high school kid, I just had this high school kid on my podcast, Roy's Job Fair, part of the iHeartMedia podcast family. I had this, I had this kid's mom on the podcast. He quit his high school team to make money for a pro-am team. He plays pro-am while still enrolled in high school mm -hmm. with the bet, with, with, the, with the guarantee that he gets 100000 for college, whether he goes overseas, whether he goes to the G League, or whether mm -hmm. he gets drafted. 100000 guaranteed. Now, if that kid, if those kids start, enough of those kids make that leap from pro-am straight to the NBA or into the G League, why would the NBA still bother drafting college? You draft a college kid or two, but if you're a college kid worth your weight, why would you still go to college? If this is now the proven route. So if that starts working out for more and more people, I think that's the way all of the five-star athletes are going to go. I sound like a crazy sports round. I'm sorry. But, like, I think if the NBA upped the pay in the G League to compete with the Pro-Am Leagues, then the G League becomes the new college. That becomes a new place to go and try it. Look, if they're going to pay the athlete a, a per diem stipend, 7500 a year, then it's not going to happen. But $100,000 is a lot of money. And yeah, Kentucky has cool shorts. And yeah, they, Duke has great <laughs> student fans. But nobody's going to give a shit for $100,000. They're going to follow the money. Um, and we'll see. We are at a pivotal time in collegiate sport. I think the fans don't want to admit it, the real diehard fans, but everybody else is now doing the economics of ticket sales. Dude, CBS just renewed March Madness for eight years for $9 billion. B, billion. Anybody who's reluctant mm. to hearing about revenue sharing, you don't realize how much money is being made off of these athletes. So they got to adjust because you're right. If the G League or whomever, the Pro-Am League is offering 100 grand, 200 grand, buy Kentucky, buy Duke. Yeah. And so then who are you left with playing for Kentucky? Yeah. 
It's going to be like me. <laughs> me. <laughs> also, you know what else is crazy, Roy? <laughs> the coach of Duke makes 14 million, 15 million, 16 million. Yeah, you know, it's like everybody around is making all this money. So, uh I bet you I bet you're a pretty good ball handler though. No, I baseball was my thing. Okay. I, okay. My issue with basketball is just I just don't like people in my face. And that's I the job. Get away from me. I <laughs> that's the like, job of the defender. I would have loved tennis. That's a nice, spacious sport. Excellent sport. Get Excellent. the hell away from me. Yeah, you're like 78 feet from each other, dude. It's great. <laughs> Costa, thank you for coming on Beyond the Scenes with me. If you missed the conversation with Sabrina, head back through the Beyond the Scenes feed wherever you get your podcasts or watch the video version of us on YouTube at dailyshow.com slash beyond. See you next week. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.